before Wayne and Gard, Harry and Lloyd, Ashton and uh, Stifler, one film would bring something original to the two dumb guys being dumb genre. Time travel. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Meet Bill and Ted, a couple of valley boys who hang out together, rock out together, and say the exact same words together. Waterloo! 69, dudes! No way! Excellent! Bogus! How's it going, ladies? Of course, babes! Sounds good, Mr. The Kid! They may not be smart, but they've got a message of love for all mankind. Be excellent to each other. Just not in a gay way. Fact. Uh, yeah. Totally forgot about that one. Moving on. Join their epic adventure through history, all to pass a final exam, where instead of using a time machine to help with their studying, they'll use it to violently abduct historical figures like a game of human Pokemon. Let's bag them. Let's bag <laughs> And ensure a future where they become our dystopian god emperors. What, you believe George Carlin when he said it was a paradise? Everyone lives in a cave and barely speaks. Wake up, sheeple. They're just like Evil Biff and Back to the Future 2. Chill out for the rare time travel story that doesn't get all hung up in that boring paradox stuff. We can't forget to do this, otherwise it won't happen. But it did happen. And enjoy a lighthearted romp that's like Donnie Darko with fart jokes. <laughs> Looper with keyboard solos. It's like Back to the Future with mommy issues. Um, more mommy issues? It's your mom, dude. He's cute. It's his mom, dude. Just got a minor Oedipal complex. So take a wild ride through time in this cult classic full of classic lines. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. San Diego's high school football room! Classic CGI and classic historical figures you'll remember way more clearly than whatever you were taught in history class. Like how this dictator loved ice cream and water slides. This violent criminal was a real ladies man. And the biggest mass murderer in human history was absolutely adorable. Aw, oh, look at the little guy go. He killed more people than Hitler. What's up, everybody? Welcome to All Up In Your Geek. Puerto Rican asshole decided it would be a good idea to not plug his mic in this week. So please give a warm round of applause to his replacement, she of Charlie Brown fame, Mrs. Legs. And away we go. You're welcome. Money here. Hey, yo. Live, on tape delay. Google in tow. Gobble, gobble. From the Goobliet. No fucking mothership? Not today, my friend. Oh, well, I want a refund? <laughs> this is bullshit. This is false advertising. If it's not from the mothership, I don't even want it. Send it back. It's Flash Rodman here. Saddled up, lubed up. Fucked up on PCP, let's go.
Here's the mail, it never fails, it makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna will. We do have more emails. We didn't drain the sack last week? No, no, a lot less people than last week congratulating us on our 100th episode. But? Yes, right. yes they did. And we thank them for that. Mm-hmm. Yes. To the sack! Morning, geeks. I love what you do. You create an hour a week that feels like our special time. It's no different than me hanging out with my friends, and I've even gone as far as playing you guys for my friends when we do hang out. Now, since I can never get a word in over you, it's my turn. Best console ever, Super Nintendo. Best gaming genre, racing. Best movie ever, The Lost Boys. And finally, since you guys just covered this, best gaming soundtrack, Chrono Trigger. You're welcome. Thanks for the constant good times. And as always, don't forget to geek up. Your friend, Pitchfork Petey. Whoa, Pitchfork Petey? You on know, the ranch, Pete? What's you, going on? You know what? That, those were some great picks there, Petey. Great picks. I, I don't think anyone could argue with really any of them besides your favorite genre, which is racing. I don't think anybody likes racing games. But oh, and, that, and that's, that, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I was going to question because if your favorite console is Super Nintendo, but your favorite genre is racing, I don't know. It's a little limited, you know. Yeah. I mean, you got like F Zero and like Top Gear and Mario Kart. What else you got? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was going to say something similar in that there aren't a ton of titles, but the ones that there are were pretty goddamn good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a great pick. How that slipped through without being mentioned on our soundtrack episode, I don't know. But, yes, shame on us and a great catch by uh, Pitchfork Petey. Yes. Yes, ag- agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Bob's high on PCP, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean those those are those are pretty good. I mean those are pretty good. You know, worst thing about oh, well, I ah, fuck it, I fucked it up. <laughs> Whatever that line was in Lost Boys with the worst thing about California was the vampires. That was a good line. I like that. <laughs> we'll let we'll let you slip by that one, Bob. Yeah, you know, this is this unlike previous members of our crew this is your first episode recording altered <laughs> lower expectations right away <laughs> That's right. moving on <laughs> yes thank you indeed moving on now that we're good and saddled up it's time to let the geeky times roll you guys are always talking about how great Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is, so you must be totally stoked that the third entry in the series is releasing this month. My question to you is simple. Seeing that the first two movies were wildly different, which should be expected having had different directors, do you expect the third, which also has another new director, to stay true to what Bill and Ted were? 
I fear that with so much time having passed, this entry will be unrecognizable, but I'm excited anyways. Excellent! Thanks for always getting my weeks off to a good start. Enter the Geeko. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> what do you mean? They haven't aged the day. No, no, I mean, I, well, I mean, as far as the movie coming out, I think they pushed it up, actually, and it is going to release this month, you know, straight on demand, you know, so you can watch it you know, at home. So I don't think that's an issue, but nobody's think, demanding. Yeah. Nobody's demanding it, Bob. Oh, Nobody. it's demanding. <laughs> I demand. <laughs> Send it to my home immediately. Jacket right to my television. Do not. But, but as far as the movie, the, the, you know, look, I think the first one was, you know, like we said, was a great eighties movie. And it, and it sort of tapped into, you know, everything that was, you know, about that, decade perfectly i don't know you know i don't know how many fucking years it is later that whatever they just decided to do is going to be able to recapture that magic or or to tap back in into that what i see from the trailers i mean i don't it looks like there's a lot of callbacks and that's what i'm I'm afraid of i think you know they are going to try to make it like the original but i think it's going to be too much like the original where it's going to be the same gags the same jokes and you know it'll be fun you know be fun for you know, people like me and Derek, I mean, Lou, you just watched it, you know, to maybe see those those callbacks. But uh, I think it might get old real quick, I'm afraid. And I think new people, you know, new people coming in or the younger people coming in just might be like, what the hell is this? So, yeah. I mean, that, that's yeah. that's my fear. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm going to look, I'm going to watch it anyway. And I'm going to, you know, uh, keep hope alive. But my <laughs> like, my expectations are very, very low. Yeah, I kind of agree, Bob. I think that maybe it was a, the first one, I should say. The first one's success may have been a product of the time. Yeah. I yeah. think they already kind of shit the bed with the second one. Oh, yes. I watched it. I saw it when it came out, and I've never seen it again. I've never gone Me back too. and watched it again. What I recall from it was that weren't there sons? Didn't they have sons in that movie towards the end of the movie? Uh, possibly, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. I think they did. I think that was the end of the movie was their sons, and now they have daughters. And I get it, it's 2020, and nobody really knows whether they're a man or a woman, and you can change at any point in time, and, and that's all acceptable, and that's what we do, but... Excuse me, sir, there's a young man in here. And you Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. I just feel like, and I think Enter the Geeko made a good point, in that we have three movies here with three different directors. And because the first two were so different, what can we really expect almost 30 years later from the third entry in the series with a new director, two guys that have, like everybody else on the planet, aged 30 years? Yeah. I just, I, I'm skeptical. I'll watch it too. I don't know if I'll buy it on demand, but I'll watch it too. But I'm definitely skeptical going in. I, I don't have too high hopes. 
Right. Yeah.
master. You see, the first pro e-gamer, Lucas Barton. I love the power glove. It's so bad. All right, this guy <laughs> was the fucking man, all right? He owned all 97 NES games. He'd mastered them all. He mastered them <laughs> so well that he even, to, to challenge himself, had to bust out the fucking power glove. It didn't even work. But somehow <laughs> he figured out a way to make it work, okay? He was number one seed going into the video game tournament when all of a sudden, little fucking bitch Jimmy had to go fuck up his shit, all right? Along with his limp dick brother, Fred Savage, some red-headed hoe bitch had to fucking ruin his shit. And how did they do it? How did they ruin this guy's title? By cheating. And let me tell you fucking why. Because Jimmy was losing the whole fucking time until he magically found the whistle in Super Mario Brothers 3 that shot him ahead, that gave him the final <laughs> push to win the game. But let me break it down for you motherfuckers. Let me break it down. Break it down. How the fuck did he know where that was? Because going into that tournament, Super Mario Brothers 3 was, had never been released. Nobody had played it before. How did he know? Because he had inside information from Nintendo World Power. He cheated. He cheated and robbed. He robbed Lucas Barton of his rightful title. Why do I bring that up, gentlemen? Because that was a video game injustice. And there's only one injustice greater than that. And that was the day I sold my Sega Saturn. <laughs> Gentlemen, this injustice has been righted. The Sega Saturn has returned to the Danker household. It is back. And I could not be happier. And I have to give a big shout out and thank you to one D-Money who has righted this video game wrong. So I want to take this time to thank him because I have spent the past uh, weekend and a half, a weekend and a couple of days, enjoying reliving my Sega Saturn memories. Thank you, sir. Bob, I'm so sorry. Call pest control. They should be able to take care of that. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Obviously, you're welcome. I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that you're getting use out of it. I really yeah. am. Because I really do believe that you might be the only one. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Well... I mean, yeah, it's what's what's really what's funny, though, and what you don't know, D-Money, is that I had been kicking around the idea is because, you know what? I of course, I had to sell the system due to financial hardship <laughs> and, and I really didn't want to. I, I really had my collection and I love my collection. And, you know, it was my original day one launch Saturn. I still have the original box and everything. And the, the system worked perfectly from the day that I bought it to the day that I sold it. Um, but, you know, I had to get rid of it. But of all the and I got rid of a lot of my old retro stuff, as you know, but it's the only one, only one that I missed. It's the only one that I regretted selling. It's the only one that I wanted back. So I had been kicking around the idea 
of just saying screw it and just rebuying it. Thing is, though, I mean, it's so freaking crazy, this system. I mean, it's gone up a lot, and, you know, I can't seem to find it for, you know, really under $200 with controllers and stuff, and, and I'm just like, oh, my God, for this system, it, it's, it, it's too much. So I finally found... I mean, with, with like, I mean, you can get just, like, a broken unit for, like, 100 um, but like, if you want it, you know, with the controllers and the cables and the, you know, everything in nice condition, it's a bad, yeah, it's about $200. Well, well, that's, yeah. see, that's what I'm getting to. So what I managed to find was I found one for, it was, a, it was, uh, about $90. Okay. Where with no, no cables with one power cable, <laughs> no controllers, no nothing. And the guy's like, uh, I haven't tested it, but it powers on, and I think it's reading the disc. And so <laughs> I, I was like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Look, homeless Phil. It holds my cigarettes great. No problem. <laughs> so the thing is, so I was like, hey, look, you know what? Will you take 80, and I'll take a shot, because even if it wasn't working, I had a backup plan. So he was like, okay, he agreed. All right. I paid, and I was waiting to get it. I, I shit you not. I shit you not. This is true. True story, D-Money. The day, the day that you texted me that you had the Saturn, right before the guy said, yo, I had uh, a shipping problem. I can't ship you the, the Saturn. Here's your money back. Wow. I was out of the – so right after that, you texted me that you had the Saturn. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that is so, crazy. So I got it, and and let me tell you, what's funny is that the the you know the the games that were included there were it was funny because it was ones that I didn't even have, like I never had. So you know there was a couple that I was checking out for the first time. So but I cleaned it up, I hooked it up, is and it's working perfectly, and nice. I am very happy uh, to have to have the Saturn back. Good for you, buddy. Seriously, good for you. Happy to help. Thank you again, and I wanted to thank you. The you know. On the show, because that was a really cool thing you did, and it really, uh, really made my day. So, speaking, keeping with the Saturn, I picked up Panzer Dragoon Remake for my Switch. Uh, it's one that I've been talking about on the, sh on the show. One of the reasons why I wanted to grab my Switch, because it's time exclusive. And, uh, you know, it came out for, for 25 bucks, and I was like, man, that's a little bit too much, because, you know, it is a little bit of a shorter game, and, you know, it's sort of... You know, I'm at a $20 and under kind of rule right now. So it finally went on sale for about 16 bucks. And I'm like, all right, I wish it was 15, but I'll do it for 16. I pulled the trigger, got it, and played through it. And I have to say, I think they did a great job. I think it's a, I think it's a really, really admirable um, remake. Uh, first of all, I think it looks fantastic. Um, I think the graphics really really i think are really good and really take with the spirit of that original game which is one of my favorite games for the saturn actually and really fully realize you know the the, the look of the game now, there was some issues with um frame rate and some lag but they've patched all that and i can tell you that it played smooth ran smooth and um, they even put in the original music which is awesome by the way and yeah. Yeah. And I played through, you know, I played through the whole game. And again, it's a short game. And that's the one, the one thing I was going to get to, you know, there's a couple of downsides. That is the one downside. Uh, it's a very like arcadey kind of, you know, six levels on rail shooter. So, 
you know, you can get through it relatively quickly. So be aware of that, but it's a fun ride. And, and it was, and it was still fun playing it today as it was playing, you know, the original, it felt like Panzer Dragoon. It looked like Panzer Dragoon. And um, yeah, I was, I was really happy with the experience. So I, I could really recommend it, especially it's on sale now uh, for that price point. Only uh, other negative is before each level, there is a bit of loading time. I don't mm. know why, but I timed yeah. it as about 45 seconds, which in this day and age, <laughs> it was like, feels like 45 hours. <laughs> right. Um, that is a lot. Wow. So I don't know, but it's just like when the, when the level initially loads, I don't know why, but huh. be aware. Now, did, but, you know, Bob, I, did you, did you keep, yeah. did you still have, cause I know you had to sell your old Saturn. Did you still have games or did, did uh, I did not. I oh, sold that's too bad. Yeah, I had to sell all my games in the last couple I had. I sort of bundled them with the with the system when I sold the system because I okay. was like, yeah, at the time I was like, well, I mean, no sense having the, the games if I don't have the system. Um, right, right, of course. Yeah, but I did um I did pick up, you know, Virtual Fighter 2 again for pretty cheap. And I was playing through that, which was a blast. Um, but but yeah, no, it's um it was really good. And I think this Panzer Dragoon remake, I I totally give it a thumbs up. Uh definitely if you were a fan of the original. You know why haven't you bought it already? Yeah. But you know, but if you like, you know, if you like on on rail shooters, you know, games like Star Fox, you know, uh, Space Harrier, you know, things of that nature, you know, it's it's right in right in your wheelhouse. And and like I said, for the sixteen dollar price point, I think you can't go wrong. Uh, it is going to be coming to the other systems, I think, later on. And the people who did this one, <laughs> they want to do part two, which is great. And I hope that does well too, because what I would really really love to have would be the the panzer dragoon saga which was the rpg mm-hmm. uh because that one uh, is really good and it's really fucking expensive for the original game on the saturn is like ridiculous it's out of control so i would really like to see that but my uh flash ramen review panzer dragoon saga i mean panzer dragoon remake thumbs up check it out and that's all i got yeah that's awesome oh we're talking about reviews fall guys came out there were some server issues right away which is to be expected with every online game these days so the first three or four days i didn't even try to play it because there were just there was so much shit going on and people angry online why is this being released if the servers aren't ready but i think what happened was they just had no idea about how many people the demand for it was through the roof because it was free everybody that had ps plus already could just download it and play it so my guess is they went with little mom and pop server and it just couldn't handle the demand. So I waited a few days and wow, it is pretty kick-ass. It is exactly what you would expect from what I thought it was going to be, which was a combination Mario Party and Fortnite. It's a 60-man Battle Royale format where you go in and you play different party games And I've seen a lot of people have been complaining about the fact that there's not enough variety in the game, but I beg to differ. I think if you're complaining that there's not enough variety in the game, you're not very good because the first level, there's only about three or four choices that you could end up with because it's, it's 60 people and they want to dwindle it down to 40 as quickly as they can. So they're, they're racist. And it's the first 40 to cross the finish line, move on. But after that, there's plenty of variety. I want to say, I didn't count, but I want to say there's somewhere between, I'm going to guess 20 different 
random games that you can get. And to me, that that is enough. Now, it's it's vibrant. The graphics are great. The sound is exactly as you'd expect. It's very kid-friendly, beeps and boops and catchy tunes loading up the stages. There's a little bit of loading time in between the stages, but it's not much. I, you get So what they do is you finish the level, and it brings up a shot of all 60 people. And it, one by one, knocks out the people that are being eliminated. And then it goes to a loading screen where it's it's cycling through the different games, the different options that you have, and then the game loads up. And then it gives you a quick overview of the map. And then one, two, three, you start. Or three, two, one, excuse me. Three, two, one, they count down from three and you go. Now, the biggest issue that I have with it is the team games. The team games are maddening. First of all, this is the biggest problem with the team games. They're imbalanced. So you'll have 21 people left. And how do you, how do you split that up between four teams? You can't. So you get three teams with five and a team with six. Now, that's not so bad because usually it's only the, the low team on the totem pole that gets knocked out. But sometimes it's 17 people left and you get six, six, and five. That's not fair because the two teams with six have a decided advantage over the team with five. Yeah. Or it's down to 11 and it's a six on five. And it's just not fair. So I think they should have done a better job not allowing team games when there's an odd number of people or an amount of people that can't be split up evenly into the teams. The second issue with the teams is, as you would expect, people suck. So you, you spend all this time, and it's not that much time, but you spend 15 or 20 minutes getting to the fourth round, and then you get on a team. You know, it's random, so the people remaining, half of them are really good, and they all end up on one team, and you get stuck with four guys who are basically chickens with heads cut off, just running around, or it's like you're not even doing anything. So that's probably my only issue with the game besides it being an online game. Now, because it's an online game, the nature of the game is that not everybody's connection is going to be perfect and you're not all seeing the same thing. So there's a game where it's a grabbing a tail. Everybody starts out on the map. Half the people have tails and half don't. And when, and when the timer runs out, you have to have a tail or you're eliminated. And it sounds great, but when everyone's not watching the same exact thing, it's near impossible to grab somebody else's tail. And even sometimes you do, and it just doesn't give it to you. Because on your screen, you got them, but you don't have them in the host game. So that can be really frustrating, especially when you get to the last round. There are, I think, three different games you can get for the final round. And one of them is, let's say there's six people left. One person has the tail. Five people have no tail. The winner of the entire game is who ends the two minutes with the tail. That game, to me, is incredibly frustrating for a variety of reasons. Because, first of all, obviously, somebody has to start with the tail. That person has a huge advantage over the other people in the game. Many times they'll end the game with the tail not having lost it once because it's hard to catch people. You're running around this map, it's a pretty big map, and there's only five people chasing you. 
right off the bat, you can cut two of those people out because one of them's retarded and one of them's going to get booted due to a poor connection. So you got three people chasing a fourth person who's got a tail, who may or may not know what they're doing. And it doesn't happen all the time, but you could pretty much tell right away if the person who starts with the tail knows what they're doing. And if they do, good luck. So you're saying that the one person can have a 33 and a third percent chance. And then if you combine that with your other 75% chance, you got a 7,800% chance of winning a sacrifice. Is that what you're trying to say? So Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one-on-one and then add 66 and two-thirds percents. I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. Well, Bob, the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. (laughs) And the other two games are pretty good. There's one, it's like a honeycomb, and there's maybe six or seven different layers, and the bottoms of the platforms fall out as you touch them. So... You're running around in circles and people are falling through the platforms. And when you fall off the last platform, you fall into the slime. Splurt. The Google. Uh-huh. And you're out. <laughs> <laughs> and you're out. That's my favorite one. I think that one's a blast. And then there's another one that's a race, which is fine. I have no complaints about the race. Just that the race is sort of like in the middle for me. So I hate the tail game and I love the beehive game, the hexagon game and the race is like, fine. You know what? I think I've won four or five rounds or four or five games total, whatever you want to call them. I was the last man standing four or five times and three times it was the race and two times it was the hexagon and I haven't won the tail yet. Part of me, I just suck at the tail, whether it's because there are issues with the game or I'm just not very good at it. I don't know, but Right when I get it, I'm like, oh, motherfucker. So right off the bat, I'm pissed. I've never started with the tail. I think I had it once, and that lasted for about three seconds before <laughs> I lost it, and that was it. But the game is a fucking blast, and this is the most important thing. It's just fun. You load it up. And- <laughs> it's a blast. You load the game up, and from start where you're picking your costume, that's the other thing. You buy costumes with the the tokens and the crowns you earn from playing the game. The crowns are only from winning. The tokens are just from playing. Yes. No. No, 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 no. I think I probably have maybe 16 costumes. Not costumes, I'm sorry. I don't like the costumes. I like the colors. I don't like dressing up like a wolf or dressing up like a ninja. So I don't waste my money on that stuff. I like the different colors though. And I also like the different patterns. So that's cool. And now the shop, there's two levels to the shop. The top is sort of like the featured and that resets once every three days. And then the bottom, I guess is just like the normal and that resets once every day. I don't know. Now I looked at the downloadable content. You could pay $5.99 or $4.99 and and get like a pack of costumes, but it's nothing that affects gameplay, not a pay to win model. And from the moment you start up till the moment you're done, it's a blast. It's so much fun. As soon as you're done, you're probably pissed because you lost on a photo finish or whatever it is. 
and you just exit as quickly as you can and queue up again to play again. It's, it's very streamlined. The process is very fast. There is a little bit of loading time, but it's, it's not that bad. And it's just fun. So anybody that already has PS Plus, there's no reason not to try it. Download it, try it. It may not be for you, but this game is the first game I've played in a long time where I'm staying up super late to just get one more in. This is the last one, I swear. <laughs> right. And when I'm finished, yeah, and when I'm finished, my fucking thumbs hurt. I get Nintendo thumb. Because I'm pushing on the controller so fucking hard. Yes, so it's a blast. And again, if you already have PS Plus, there's no reason for you not to play it. My kids love it. They just want to... No, unfortunately, and that would be awesome. But it's tied to your online tag. Couch go up? Not that I'm aware of. No, I don't think... I'm going to say no. I don't even know where it would be in the menu because it's so streamlined. It's just press start, queue up, or go to the the options. So no, I'm going to say you can't, which is unfortunate. Yes, so you can party up. If you guys got it, we could party up tonight and play together and all be in the same game. Mm-hmm. But that's because we have three separate tags. Whereas my kids, they just grab a controller and they log in as a second on yes. my tag. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not even a guess. You can log into the same profile. <laughs> so, but so no, you can't do that. It's not couch co-op two player, which is definitely an issue. Fine, no problems. But for my purposes, I think it's great. It's free, it's fun, it's fantastic, and I'm passionate about it. Right, right. And I think you can also buy some of, you can buy the tokens on the PlayStation Store, but why even play at that point? Oh, of course, of course. Like I said, when I I was doing research on it because the servers were down, I was getting a lot of reviews up, which was letting me know that people were able to play somehow. And people were just crying. Well, it doesn't have enough variables. It's, you know, it's the same game every time. And I don't know what they were playing, but it's definitely not the same game every time. Like I said, the first level, fine. It's one of maybe three or four that I can think of. So you have a one of three and four, one in three or four chance to get the same level. But after that, once you hit round two, it opens up. There's maybe, I don't know, I'm going to guess eight different levels you can get. And then once you get to round three, forget it. Then round three opens up. Even round two has the team games. So there's quite a bit of variance in the games you get. And my guess is that they're going to add games as time goes on. So I have no complaints about that. Like I said, I saw a lot of people complaining about it online, but, and, and then when I, I went in finally, before I played, I was like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to suck because it's going to get boring fast. Anything but. So you only have a few options for the first round and you only have a few options for the last round. But besides that, 
there's five rounds and you could go as low as four rounds. So sometimes your last round will be your fourth round, depending on how many people survive. Right. And then of course your fourth round becomes your fifth round and you can only get one of those three games, blah, 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 blah. But other than that, there's five rounds and the middle three, definitely enough variance for me. So like I said, two thumbs up here. It's free. It's fun. It's fantastic. Your kids will love it. I'm definitely going to check it out too. I got it downloaded and actually, uh, what was it? Um, our buddy Midge sort of sent me a message that he tried it and he thought it was pretty good too. So that's all I got. Yeah, I know there's fucking kids bleeding. Yeah, well, I did so much blow before the show that now, now I got a nosebleed. So <laughs> I can't. I need Lou, it. Lou, when you go into your medicine cabinet later, it's gonna be empty. <laughs> I can't get the meds, man. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, wait! <laughs> oh, I really wanted to play Halo now. Oh. Well, when when was it supposed to release? Oh, okay. So it wasn't coming anytime soon. But, but Schultz. Derek, but Derek, right? But still- it doesn't matter because when you've got so many great IP, original IPs that you're going to have at launch anyway, you could afford to just fucking delay one. Well, look, I get it. But my point was going to be, and I am not a Microsoft fan and I am not a Halo fan, but my point was going to be if they were a month out from launch and they pushed it back till next year, that would be a much bigger deal than, well, it's not five months away, it's eight months away. Infinitely delayed. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, sure. <laughs> No, and you know what? That's and I think I would second that theory. It was it was pretty embarrassing and from you know all the people I follow and you know what I've read and everything, it was it was a pretty embarrassing showing. It looked very you know, last gen and, you know, and I think that they saw, they saw that reaction. I, I guess they feel like they, maybe they were sort of arrogant where they felt like, you know, whatever shit they throw against the wall, as long as it had halo on it, people would be digging it. And when people were not and be like, yo, this looks like shit. They were like, Oh boy. Like we can't, we, you know, this is embarrassing. We got to take a step back and, and fix this. That's a, that's a pretty sound theory. Uh, I think that I would have to concur. No, and and you're one hundred percent right, Lou, and that and that is this new this next generation's biggest problem and biggest hurdle is is giving you the reason to buy it. 
to buy the PS5, to buy the Series X. That's its biggest challenge right now is because like, and we've all agreed, all three of us wholeheartedly agreed that we're totally satisfied playing what we have now. So you got to fucking do something that makes me say, oh, shit, I want that. So when you when you demo your new big hot thing for your new big hot system and it looks like a fucking game that could have ran on the 360, you got a fucking problem. Yeah, like fucking nosebleeds from too much fucking mess. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, absolutely. And and that's sort of, you know, where I work too, you know, where we're still rolling the way we're rolling because uh, you know, they did the research and everywhere that they sort of opened up early, they had the spikes. So they're like, you know, why are we going to, you know, why are we going to go back to the business as usual just to shut it down again? So, I mean, I totally get that. And I totally agree. And that's why I was a little surprised as we were going into this like E3 season where, you know, Sony and Microsoft started just like doubling down on like, oh, here we go with the next gen. And we're, you know, it's going to, it's coming and here it is, it's coming out holiday. And I, because I was like, you know, we're in the middle of all this shit, number one. And number two, like, I, I don't, I feel like the, I don't know, at least for me, you know, maybe like the, the interest might not be where they think it should be or where it needs to be. And they had a perfect out where it's like, oh, hey, it's COVID. All right, guys, we're going to, you know, push this back. Like they had a nice out to, to not push forward, like with this holiday. But that's why I was a little surprised when they were like, no, no, no we're doing it. So maybe they'll have to reassess at this point. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let, yeah, let me drop five hundred bucks on a new console. You know, my fucking unemployment check. I definitely don't disagree. Like I said, with the the cost of it, I'm waiting for sure. With the world in as much flux, transition, uncertainty unprecedented times, whatever you want to say, it's way too much money for me to drop on a new console when I'm still having fun with the current one. There are games still releasing this month, August, that I'm having a blast with. So I'm in no rush and I still have shit to play. I still have shit for my PS4 that is backlogged that I want to play, that I will play. So I'm not in any rush and I'm concerned. I'm concerned that when this thing does come out, it's just going to lay a big fat fucking egg and they're not going to have my money. And then when it drops in price and maybe something does release that interests me, then I'll reassess and decide. And it's got nothing to do with Halo because I'm probably not getting a Microsoft console anyway. I am almost 100% positive at this point that I will not be getting a console on release. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I'm happy. I mean, shit, 
I'm still playing my Sega Saturn from 1999. <laughs> Fuck all you guys, you're not getting Spider-Man. Well, does that matter? seriousness though i mean yeah i mean it's kind of a douche move but but like sony owns spider-man so from a business standpoint i mean can i really blame them yeah. and going forward this is nothing new like this is really nothing new guys how many games came out where it's like oh well if you get it on xbox you get this exclusive thing or oh if you get this on sony you get this exclusive thing or shit soul caliber 2 had a guest character and it was a different one for each fucking game you know, yeah. uh, GameCube got Link, and if you, hey, you didn't have GameCube, you didn't play as Link. Fuck you! Like, I right. mean, that's right. sort. Of, I mean, are we surprised at this point? I mean, right. Me too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right yeah it's, it's a non it's a that's a i don't know i consider this like a non non-issue yeah yeah yeah, and that well, was one of the biggest me, games on the PS4 that, that, you know, whatever year that came out, I mean, was the Spider-Man, so... Well, Lou, does that sense. affect you? Will it affect your decision? <laughs> well, well, you would get it on the PS4 anyway? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but... It- if you did get it, you would be getting it on the PS4. Right. Right. Well, then that's a pretty big deal. Well, well, I had it on good authority, Lou, that the (laughs) Xbox version was going to get Master Chief, but it's been delayed. (laughs) (laughs) Look, 
look, guys, Tobey Maguire is available. <laughs> he will do it for a ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah, well, smart move. Right. So if Samoa Joe has a 33 and a third percent chance, and then you take you take Scott Steiner's 33%, and because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat him, so he's not even gonna try. Because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is zero. It's zero. It's always zero. I'm sorry, say say the numbers again. You broke up. Oh wow. Right. So, and you're it's so, two and a half right, times. But you have to factor in the used inventory <laughs> of of the virtual boy. Then you got to times that by the number of game informer descriptions <laughs> that we gave to Charles, <laughs> and then then you got to minus what we moved to defective, you know, <laughs> before we shipped it out, and you get zero. And that's how many dollars GameStop will make that day. <laughs> <laughs> and and the answer. Wait, go ahead. So you're looking at what's the question again? And and they want that in a fraction. It's two and a half times greater, but two point five over one, or does it have to be over eight? And it's got to be twenty over eight, I think. That sounds right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then the scanner doesn't work, and then you got to hand type in the skew numbers, skew by skew. Yeah. Oh, what is yeah. the problem? What is the problem, gentlemen? <laughs> no, 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 I'm problem. just saying. What's that's there is no problem. That's right. That's GameStop. <laughs> Oh, so you didn't you didn't make that up? Oh wow! Oh yeah, no, I, I thought you added the, the yeah. Wow, I thought you added the GameStop. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, what what are they gonna do in six months when the business is defunct? Right, that's what I was gonna <laughs> say. Yeah, the, the, right, the answer is zero because there is no more GameStop. That's the answer. <laughs> oh, that's funny. What's the breakdown? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
Boom. Boom. Tough acting, tin acting. Gentlemen, it's time. It's time. It's name that game time. Puzzle game for the Game Boy, published by Atlas and released in North America in 1992. The player must guide a potato to the exit of each level, which consists of obstacles in many different forms. This is the sequel to Quirk and known in Japan as Puzzle Boy 2. Gentlemen, name that game. Yeah, no, it's funny is like I I know I know the game, but uh, the fucking name. <laughs> me too, me too. Oh shit. Atlas. Yeah, me too. All right, gentlemen. Well, I need a final answer. Hot potato. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good guess, Bob. But it is incorrect. The name of this title was Amazing Potato. Oh, you son of a bitch. I think I'm going to have to dumb these down for you guys. I got to dumb myself down. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to close out the show now, you fucking clown. (laughs) What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.